Perona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. So then the doctor came in and I was like, but what if the rash gets to my taint? And he was, <laughs> oh, sh-. and then he put on the glove and you're like, moon river. Oh, boy. <laughs> going to be one of those nights. How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 189 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for joining us live on Facebook, live on YouTube. And for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thanks so much for listening to How About That Cigar Live when you drive down the road, when you work out, whatever it is you do when you listen to your favorite audio podcast. Thanks for making us a part of it. And here in the Corona Cigar Studios, I almost slipped up and said the old thing, but here in the Corona Cigar Studios... It's an exciting time. It's episode 189, and it's, I mean, it's winter in Minnesota. It kind of sucks. It's its just gross outside. Uh, but there was a fun, even though I know we're all sad that our teams yeah. are no longer in the playoffs. Yeah, but we can move on now. That, But it was a fun weekend of divisional round. Football. It really was. The, exciting, entertaining games. Even, honestly, even some of the blowouts there were still great plays, and I I thought it was fun to watch. I went three for four. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Although it was I, – I don't want to say it was predictable, but it was kind of predictable. I mean, I don't think anybody so – I, I think the three that I picked were predictable. Uh, Kansas City. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. And Philly. Yes. Yeah. I um, didn't – I, you know, it, nothing against Cincinnati. Well, uh, so Cincinnati, I I did not expect that to happen. I didn't either. I expected it to be a close game, but I expected for Buffalo to win by by a touchdown. Correct. That's exactly what I had. You had that. Okay. Exactly. I expected Buffalo to win by a touchdown, but 21, I also twenty one fourteen is that, what that was yours. Yeah. Oh, that was a low score. I wouldn't. I I had it higher. I had I had like the over under for total score. I think I had it like. 60 oh wow or something like that well so but i i have ever i i mean not everybody knows this but i've talked about it a little bit that growing up in sort of southeast indiana not growing up but my first uh few years of life uh you know we go to cincinnati reds games because we were close and we go to uh, we went to one Bengals game, and so ben- the Bengals were sort of my team as a little kid, um, you know, back in the Kenny Anderson days and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, now that I'm a Green Bay Packers fan and have been for 30 years, the the Cincinnati Bengals are still that team with a, a soft spot in my heart. For sure. I love that team. For sure. Um, and I, I have a feeling Kansas City – what are we? You can just talk. What's hey, up? Let's go. Okay. No, where, where we, you were signaling. Is I, I, there yeah, something? Go ahead. Are go we ahead. all good? You're good. Okay, right on. Right. No, good. I just want to make sure sound and everything's yep. good. Yep. Um, but I have a feeling that so I'm I'm just giving my predictions right now that we are going to see 
Cincinnati versus the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Who's going to win? You think so, Raul? So, and Raul, 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 Raul Ramos. Uh, we'll show him on camera in just a minute here once Toast Cam is over. That, then it will, in, it will know after we're done with Toast Cam, it will be the Raul Cam. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. So, uh, but I think we're going to see Cincinnati and San Francisco in the Super Bowl. Really? Yes. Philly? I don't think that San Francisco's defense is ridiculous. It is. They're ridiculous. No doubt they're ridiculous. So I think we're going to see Cincinnati, San Francisco, and I think you are going to see Joe Burrow hoist a Lombardi trophy with a cigar at the same time. So call it. I who, love it. Who's going to win? I love it. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yes. By how many? Uh, I'll say four. Four. Yeah, four That's points. What, you know what? That that less than a touchdown. That is what my heart wants. Okay. Yeah. That's what my heart wants. My head says it's going to be Philly. You think Philly? I think Philly. Kansas City. Philly and Kansas City. Yeah. It yeah, I I don't know what's gonna happen. Neither of our teams lost this week, Matt Ty. Thank you, Tony. That is right. Neither of our teams lost. True story. The Vikings didn't lose. Yep. The Packers didn't lose. Yep. The Cowboys did lose. Not that I'm not that I'm celebrating another team's loss, but the Cowboys did lose. Yeah. A huge nerd. A huge nerd. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, the Cowboys were just, they were outmatched. Um, San Francisco is too good. Their defense is too strong. Uh, Brock Purdy. I mean, give that kid credit. Yes. Holy cow. That is such a story. What a great story. I mean, coming, you know, it's like quarterback gets hurt. Oh, put in number two. As he gets hurt. Who's the third guy? Brock Purdy? Who is Brock Purdy? And he now he's purdy. like a household name. He is. He, is. he purdy. He is purdy. Uh, but yeah, that's been fun to watch. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll look forward to seeing uh, the, the championship games next weekend and mm-hmm. go from there. Minnesota Wild are still really in a holding pattern, which I'm okay with. Yep. They're not declining. They're staying relatively steady. Yep. Um, they're staying healthy for the most part. I like the moves they're making. They're still in a good place. You know, it's uh, they're 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 hugging that third spot. So the Twins, I know we're far away from baseball, but the Twins, I'm very sad. What are they doing? That we lost Luis Arias. Um, I'm very sad about that. He was he's such a dynamic player. He's such a great hitter. He's he gets the team fired up. He gets the crowd fired up. And, you know, he just won the batting championship. And it's what we do. It's what we do. We take the the Minnesota Twins, take great players, and we we trade them away for, I mean, we got Pablo Lopez. He's a good pitcher. Yep. He's a good pitcher. Is he a great, is he a, is is he in that upper pantheon of, of great starters? No, he's not. He's a good pitcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple prospects that could pan out. I mean, one of the prospects, if I remember right, is a top 100 prospect, which that could, I don't know. But I'm going to miss Luis Arise. You know Big what's time. Gonna what's going to happen? He's going to become a superstar. Yes. We're lose him. He'll become a super. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah that poppy. top 100 prospect. He'll be a big poppy. Yeah. And then we'll trade him away. Then we'll trade him away. That's, that's okay. That's all right. That's what we do. 
Um, well, I don't want to waste any more time because it's either. been, it's, uh, although we have had this guest on the show a number of times, he's one of our favorite guests. We always have a blast talking to him and it's been a minute since we've had him on the show. So I think without further ado, yes. it is time for us all to put our hands together and welcome to episode 189 of How About That Cigar Live from Espinosa Premium Cigars, Hector Alfonso Sr. Welcome back to the show, brother. How are you? Listen, if it's just chlamydia, don't worry about it. We'll just get you some antibiotics. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Hector, you're alive. I'm Hector, oh, alive. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Hey. Uh, everything, hey. Everything's good. You good? Did, you I, good? did I miss did I miss, No, it's a, a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I was going to let you outdo me with that rash joke do you come on man yeah, i got chunks uh, of I you i got I chunks of guys you. like you in my stool come on listen i am so happy to be here i have got so much to say first of all i don't know why we're hating on the poor cowboys i cannot because my team took a vacation a week prior to the cowboys so i cannot rag on the cowboys to lose to lose that player to the Marlins is nothing but the Marlins winning again in the in the yes. in the postseason. They yes. are the yep. kings of chess. You know that kid will not be a Marlin for that kid will not be a Marlin very long. I don't know what I don't know what his status is if he's still under contract or. But the Marlins don't. The Marlins are the worst organization in baseball, so he will end up somewhere else. And listen, Pablo Lopez is going to do well for you guys. You know, He'll outside of. Outside of Alcantara, who is just Alcantara wins to Cy Young and got racked up because he was on an awful team. Because the Marlins are awful, you guys are going to be happy with them. You guys are going to be happy with them, and you won you won the Correa sweepstakes. Well, that's, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about is the whole Correa debacle oh. because I, oh. I really don't have the inside info on all the medical BS that went on behind the scenes when he was supposedly signed with them, and the next thing you know, the doctors are saying no, he's not healthy. Listen, it, it seems from what I read today, I mean, it's not like Steve Cohen's calling me because if, <laughs> if, he, if he does, I would be George Costanza with the Mets and not working with Eric Espinosa. I'd be the traveling secretary, you know? It'd be yeah. Strawberry, Gooden, Alfonso. That's the way you'd hear it on the Seaver. You'd hear it on the mantle like that. It seems that the Mets the Mets went, not only did they go back to the doctor that the Giants had that that did the physical. They also consulted a couple other doctors and it's not an injury for now, but it looks like it's an injury that will get worse as he ages. And when you're yes. talking about giving a guy an 11 year contract, there's going to be some aging involved. In Thank that. You. you know what I'm talking Thank about? You. Uh, I would have loved to have had him. Uh, you know, I, I think I would have loved to have seen him next to next to Lindor on the left side of the infield there. And uh, all the other teams in the, in the national league have gotten good. The Padres are good. The Dodgers have gotten good. Uh, the Braves did a great job bringing up those rookies last year. So you don't want to, and you know, and the Phillies, the greatest softball team ever that went to the world series. I mean, it's, it's, even <laughs> they've gotten awesome better. See. They've that gotten better awesome in the off season. So yeah. you, you've got to keep course, but maybe, maybe not, maybe the Mets will do what the Braves did. They'll bring up Beatty and they'll bring up Alvarez and maybe Vientos will get into, and they'll bring in some yeah. fresh blood. I still think the Mets are, I think, the, I still think the Mets are a hundred win team. It's just how much, yes. how much, how good will the Braves be and how much of a pain in the ass will the Phillies be? So we'll see. Well, and if the, if the, especially for the Mets, what last year it was, you know, the pitching, and we talked about this on our show. We, we looked at, uh, 
uh, salaries for oh, all yeah. the major league baseball teams and not just salaries for players, but specifically f- salaries for pitchers. Mets were number one in paying out money to pitchers last year. And we it did it, it until the last two weeks of the season, until the last two weeks, then we couldn't, you know, we, if we taken, we had taken one, if we had taken two out of those five games in Atlanta instead of one, I mean, who knows, you know, uh, Listen, I'm I'm not crazy about the song. I mean, listen, I think he he's 40 years old. He just won this Cy Young, but I remember when I was 40 years old, and uh, you know, I, I was I'm I wasn't in the uh, I, you know I felt I, I felt better than I do now at 56, but not as yeah. good as I felt at 30. You know, but Verlander's a beast, and you know, mm-hmm. obviously married to the most beautiful baseball uh, baseball wife right now in the world, and uh, uh, yes, the the fans are gonna love him. Uh, you know, I think losing. Uh, Oh my God! I can't think of his name. The the, the guy who was with the A's. We lost him uh, in in free agency, but I think we'll be fine. I just we just need to hit, and we didn't hit at the end of the season. I mean, well, so that's that's all there is to it. The thing that blew me away more than anything is that the Mets' salary uh, total for pitchers was almost as much as the entire salary total for all of the Minnesota Twins roster. Ooh. It's uh, I, yes, but listen, there's 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 an unfair. We have to put an asterisk on that. Yeah. All right. We lost Degrom to the Rangers. Degrom went to the Rangers. Degrom didn't want to be a Met anymore. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just let's just be let's be factual. Degrom didn't want to be a Met anymore. He wanted a fresh start. He wanted to go to the American League. Degrom's contract is about twenty four million dollars less than than the contract we gave. Uh, the guy coming from the Astros, okay? But at the end of the day, after taxes, they're the same identical contract. It yeah. costs more to pay a player to play in New York. It costs more to pay a player to to, to play in Los Angeles and California. That's so right. That's why, the, that's why the contracts are so astronomical. And listen, if you win the Minnesota State Lotto, you could buy the Marlins. I mean, the Marlins, you know, the, the Marlins, the Marlins, it's like, I think for $10 million, you get the stadium, you yeah. get the team, you get everything that's left in Jeter's office. I mean, you know, that's the, I've always, I've always, the problem with baseball is that baseball has let these guys into the ownership who don't want to spend money. Yeah. You know, they, they gave a, the, the guys from the Expos, uh, they, Jeffrey Laurie, they gave them another con, they gave them another franchise. John Henry is part of a ownership group in Miami. They can't afford it. Then he turns on and buys the most expensive team in baseball at the time, the Red Sox. You <laughs> yeah. know, uh, you know, the guy in Oakland, they're, they're in a 70 year old stadium or 60 year old stadium that's, that's that when you flush the toilet, shit comes into the stands. I get it. But <laughs> you have a baseball team. Right. You know, I, I just don't see how no one, I, I, you know, why can't baseball, why can't these owners be a little more, you know, you're going to make money. You're going to yeah. make money. If you put a good product on the field and you get your profit sharing, and all, you're going to make money. Yeah. But, you know, I, you saw Moneyball. That's ridiculous to <laughs> beg is, yeah. your owner, beg your owner for an extra $250,000 so they can bring in Mike Gallego or something like that. That's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. See, now you just got me angry. All right, good. <laughs> How about that cigar where we welcome you into the room with uh, medical yumminess and baseball <laughs> in January? <laughs> baseball in January. Hey, this is Listen, the time to talk about baseball. Baseball. There is never a bad time for baseball. That is true. Yeah. Raul, what There's did you never- want to ask? Max, what? tell him I'll bet him a box of cigars that the Yankees have a better record than the Mets. All right. Raul bets you a box of cigars that the Yankees finish the season with a better record than the Mets. 
Okay, I'll take that bet. What am I going to say? Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> just, but just, just tell Raul that not to show up with a. Uh, uh, tell him I'll I'll text him with box of cigars. I want. <laughs> <laughs> and Raul Raul looks to me like a box of wasabi kind of guy. So no problem. I got yeah. you, bro. Oh! <laughs> I love it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Nice. I don't know if he wants to play that game with me. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> <off>. <laughs> no, probably not, but... <laughs> All right, we're on right. A, a box of cigars. There you go. Done. All right. So I am going to fire up the Lazona 10th anniversary oh, right now. There's a good and I'm story gonna, behind I'm going to do that on the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Oh, never heard of it. Cam. <laughs> Ooh, there's a toast cam? Yeah. When lighting your cigar, it is important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco in the same way. Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra premium cigars of Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. Mm. From <laughs> patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com. Don't look, Matt. Oh, boy. Did that just happen? Cut. As long as it's not on camera. Oh as long my. as it's not on camera, we're not liable to uh, oh to boy. YouTube uh, algorithms. You don't want to know, Hector. You guys have really made this show. So you've gotten really so much better at this. Oh boy! All right, I'm gonna give Steve Sake his money back for this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it a full moon tonight? I think we have a full moon out tonight. <laughs> All right, there are. Did something part... happen? Something must have happened. Something, right? something, something I, with the full moon. I was, outside, I was focusing I like the like the ad read says. I was focusing on the tobacco. I was focusing. So was I. I was, I was enamored. Speaking of rashes on the taint, you might want to get that checked out. Oh, did Raul? Uh, oh, full on. Let the let the weasel full out of the cage. No, the, the back, back end. end. Oh, well, thank you for that, Raul. The moon oh, case. Did, did he step on a duck? What happened? <laughs> I think he, I think he exposed his uh, his hindquarters. Yeah, allegedly. 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 Let me ask you: Is Raul the only Cuban in Minnesota? You guys just happen to have him there? Is oh, like he's, he's Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh, was, um, we're almost the same thing. <laughs> almost the same thing. <laughs> That's what we all say. <laughs> oh man so uh hector what are you smoking i am smoking the recently released and already out of stock <laughs> knuckle sandwich connecticut in the beautiful six and a half by 48 which is Let's my but mm. i like i like to call this size the hector the six by 48 it's like my privates i love this size Mm. If you look through our portfolio, you will see this size a lot in our portfolio. I really dig this size. Uh, and this cigar is this cigar is great. I mean, and I'm not a Connecticut smoker, but Eric, Eric has kind of coined a phrase for the cigar that I really don't want it to stick, but it's very accurate. He goes, It's the Connecticut that smokes like a Habano, bro. <laughs> so, you know, and if it smokes like a Habano, you know it's a winner for him. So absolutely. And I am smoking the war zone. Mm. Justin Andrews will be very proud. <laughs> very nice. That's a good, you know, I'm I'm glad you're smoking that that 10-year Lazona because a lot of people would ask me, 
I, I'm sorry. I don't want to take over the show. I'm sure you guys have like an agenda. No, go, oh, man. Bring it the show on. is yours. Bring it on. All right, good. Uh, where's the guy with chlamydia? All right, so anyway, uh, <laughs> we did, we released two anniversary, two tenth anniversaries of the show, and and I know I said it while when you guys came by the booth and I talked to the media guys who came by the booth. They're completely different cigars. One is made at Lazone, obviously. One is made at AJ's, but that cigar that you're smoking there is kind of an you know not only is it an homage to where we started with Lazona. If you guys remember Lazona when it started in, ten years ago. 11 in a couple of weeks you know we had those big crates of cigars with the with the packaging and it was just it was very rustic we were, we were just starting out and i wanted to make a cigar that kind of took me back to that time when we really suffered to get material to get tobacco you know we were new kids on the block we didn't have a lot of guys to help us so i you know where the the one from es the espinosa 10 is something completely new. It's made at AJ's. I blended it using tobacco I've never used before. I used Petal de Oro in the cigar. It's it just it shows where we've gotten in ten years. That should, that cigar kind of takes you to where we started. And there are still guys who who like that old rustic stuff. And uh, you know it's, it's not super fancy, but it's you know it's a, it's, it's a it's a prototypical Espinosa Lazona from from early two thousand tens. When, when we first started the business. So I, I, I really, I was really happy that those two cigars came out the way they did. And, and I mean, they're gone. I have a box squirreled away somewhere. And uh, I, I'm not, I'm in no hurry to smoke it because I, I know that uh, these anniversaries come and go, but then you know, how many times you sat there and go, man, I wish I had this. Or, yeah. I still had one of these left over. So well, I'm, I'm really lucky. glad you, I'm really glad you're smoking that cigar. We're lucky because we've got uh burn here that has the was the first if i'm not mistaken was the first ever espinosa lounge so they've got a huge selection of espinosa cigars there yeah i coop told me that you guys were there with dave burke i guess uh a couple of weeks ago when he was up there us uh, we yeah when they were up here we went to a few shops sadly we didn't make it to that particular shop but we but you guys we, did hang out which was cool yeah. he said he told me he raved about the shop he, i have yet to go up there but uh and i've been i've been released from the i've been let out of the cage a little bit in the last couple of years <laughs> no i've gotten to travel a little bit and, and yeah. go to shops but and, and i the 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 guys come he's been to lazona palooza a couple times james and uh you know I'm, I'm looking forward to getting up there it's just uh it's kind of a way and richie's right i am a yes. sexy specimen you are R yes. richie richie knows so every time we have you on the show I don't know if you, you you know do you do you remember what my favorite espinosa cigar is Oh my! It's been a couple I, of years since I reached out to you and asked if you know you knew and, and dry begged him for some free cigars. No, not free. <laughs> where I can find this particular cigar? What cigar is it? I don't remember, brother. I'm sorry. The original Bunker Buster. Oh, <laughs> yeah, those are those are bye bye. Yeah, listen, I'll tell you where you could probably find some of those Bunker Busters. Yeah, if you're if you're a member of the Lazona page, I am. If you're a member of the Lazona page. And you put out an ISO, somebody, one of your brothers in arms will come to the rescue to swap out one or two. They'll swap out with you. Those guys, those guys on the Lazona page are absolutely the best when it comes to You know to what? That. You're right. There's no there's no bullshit on that page. Nobody's, you know, there's no there's no politics or no, you know, no turmoil. It's not like housewives. Those guys are all about the cigars, and them, and they're constantly sharing with each other. I think you should, if you do an, an ISO on there, I'm sure that you will come across. And yes, if you are, if I you see anybody do an ISO <laughs> for the bunker buster before me, 
Oh, people are you should probably you should probably take five minutes to step off down. (laughs) Listen, bro, this is only a show. You got to handle your business. You know, first things first. You know, that is true. I'll be here when you get back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the things I wanted to talk about, Hector, is that that you guys as a as a company, as a brand, uh, had an incredible year in 2022. I mean, with all the releases, you know, talking about like all the knuckle sandwich family of cigars, the Espinosa 10th, the Lazona 10th, uh, La Seis Provencias, you know, uh, sorry, what was the, the one from this year, but you had a big year. The new War, Don't forget Warhead. Warhead. Oh, yeah. Warhead. Yes. The eight. Oh my gosh. It was a big year, man. It was, it was, well, listen, it, it was a great year for us. Uh, it's you, you're, we're, I've been there since day one as a, as, as a junior in Eric himself. And to see where we've come in 10 years is, is really, it's incredible. And it's, it's such a good feeling, but who, who we, we never thought it, we never thought that they would get like this. I mean, it's just this year, this year flew by because of uh, when's this coming out? When's this arriving? We got to do this. We have this event. Uh, the, the introduction of Guy Fieri into our daily our routine in our in our portfolio and, and 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 events with him and and the show and he's coming to the show and then he's going to the big smoke and then he's going to the great smoke and he's coming to the zona palooza i mean the year just goes by because the, the where you'd sit there and go spring you know we still got all the spring it, it just flew by it just absolutely flew by yeah. and we had it's we had a good problem to have as the guy who's as the guy on the cigar side and not really on the sales side, I, I, I look back and and we had we had a lot of great releases, but I think I've got to do a better job uh, to start spacing these releases out a little bit more, so they don't kind of get caught up. They don't they don't kind of get caught up with the whatever flagship release becomes the flagship at the show, because mm-hmm. you don't have you don't have a saying on what cigar is the one that's going to be the the, the belle of the ball at the show. Or whichever one becomes the bell of the ball of the year. I mean, listen, I, I am not a six by sixty smoker yet. We made a certain amount of warheads, and while there was some internal concern that, you know, that's the size, it's kind of big, they're gone. Uh, yeah. The 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 knuckle sandwich Connecticut, you know, we're going to introduce another Connecticut. Does you know does the market really uh, can it take another Connecticut? Boom, they're gone as well. Uh, the uh, the the Spinoza ten. Well, not the Espinosa. The Lazona 10 was gone at the show. So if, if you've got it, if a retailer has it now, there, there's, there's no way a retailer can get it anymore. Uh, I've got, we've got to do a better job of start spacing these things so they don't get lost. Because, guys, you know, uh, it, it, it kind of remember reminds me of the year Laranja came out. Laranja was such a great, uh, our big biggest hit, our first big hit. And it uh, that year it outshined everything. I mean, it was so it was so massive. That yeah. we didn't do a warhead the next year because we thought that the steam on warhead would had died, and it just you just get caught up. Sometimes there are cigars that are just almost too big. They just that they're almost too big. You're not ready to to handle them. It's a great problem to have. I am not complaining in the least, but we we just we we did really have some good releases, absolutely. And the six provinces again was a great release. Uh, you know, we 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 sadly you know unfortunately we just couldn't deliver it until later in the year because as as well as 
things have been on the sales side, there's still some delays on the manufacturing side. The yeah. band guy doesn't get them on time or there where, where we get our ribbon is out of stock. Uh, you know, the box guy is, is backed up, <clears throat> you know, plus there's been some problems in Nicaragua with work, you know, people leaving, uh, looking for a better life in the United States. And, you know, there's been those issues. So listen, we, we, we've been very lucky. I mean, we've been, it's been a great year and we've been very lucky and we've been very blessed. When I can tell you this, <clears throat> um, I was, you know, blessed to be a part of, uh, some Espinosa stuff and, and was in a, a text uh, group and uh, Jack would put out a, a text saying, you know, X cigar, we have X cigar available in this quantity. And I would make my phone calls. And like eight minutes later, he would text back sold out. And, it, you know, so you got people are after this cigar, they're, you know, your cigars, and uh, they're loving them. And my question to you is, when you approach a project, and you already kind of said that, you know, spacing this out, you know, you want to do a better job at that. But when you approach a, a project, what are you looking at for uh, numbers and, and things like that to bring to market and to keep something either limited or core line? What is... What does a project look like for you? Whenever, whenever we come up with an idea, uh, you know, and whenever we come up with a concept, and unlike there are some manufacturers who come up with a name and a box design and then say, let's put a cigar in that. That's not the way we roll. You know, there's something I want to do or there's something Eric wants to do or there's something Junior wants to do or something that Jack and uh, wants to do with that he thinks he can sell with the team or Richie can brings up for one of the one of our, 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 our big clients. We look at it as, is this going to be sustainable? Is this something that fits in our portfolio? Look, core, and I've had this conversation so many times. I Yes, I believe core is important. But I sit in a cigar store four days a week. And I sit in a very boutique cigar store. And I think we are a boutique cigar company. And we do very well in those shops. And I hear the number one question. Guys walk in, and they look at Alan. They go, "What's new? You got to have new stuff." I mean, I don't think you can inundate the market with something new every month, but every 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 quarter or so, you got every quarter, every couple of months, you got to have something new that's you know that's that's sexy, that's fancy, that's uh, that you know it's an offshoot of this, it's a, a variation on that, because guys love that and they they eat it up. And there are some things that are only good. There, uh, there, there are some things that I think work better as limited, uh, certain sizes, certain wrappers, compared to your core line. I, you know, we, we, when we sit down to come up with a concept, is this the first thing? Is are, how long are we going to do this? Is this going to be a year-long thing? If it's a blend we really, really like, okay, well, we're going to do that now, and then next year we'll approach it in another size, mm -hmm. or next year we'll approach it with a, a same. We'll do the same size, but. We'll, we'll tweak the blend and we'll use a new wrapper because I think guys really get into that. Warhead is the perfect example of that for us. Yeah. Warhead was, you know, one blend, you know, it's like, what is it? One ring for them all, or it's, uh, it's <laughs> one blend and two Toros and a Lancero and a short Churchill and then a traditional Toro and then a Figurado and, uh, and now a six by 60. Now next year 
we're doing a we're we're doing a funky sauce. I don't want to. I don't want to tip the. I don't want to let the cat out. Oh, of the bag, but, but you can. Oh, you were so I close. Could, I was. I was. I was. But oh, you know, we're so we're far. we're doing a funky size for that. Okay. And then the year after that, we have Warhead Ten. You know, we have. What are we going to do for Warhead Ten? I mean, that's the that's the tenth anniversary of Warhead. Yeah. Culebra. They're going to do a Culebra. You <laughs> right, heard it right, <laughs> right. So listen, we we go on it. Is this going to be something that we're gonna we're gonna do all the time? Uh, or is it is it something that's going to be part part of our core line? We don't know. And right now, it's just we're we're just shooting. You know, we're just throwing sevens right now. We really are. I mean, you know, I, I'm not a I'm not a crafts guy, but that's a, that's the right dice. That's the right dice throw, right? A seven, a seven is when you yep. when you hit. Yeah. All right. So I, we're just right now we're doing we're hitting sevens. Man. We're throwing sevens. We're we're doing very well. The cigars are doing very well. Uh, <laughs> we we're in a good place, man. We really are in a good place. And that is that's uh that, that that's that just shows you what we've developed there, not just the team, but just the interaction that we have with our, our clientele, the customers and the retailers. Because as, as important as the retailers are, their customers are just as important. I mean, we we are that company where customers don't even have to go to the retailer. They can co- they contact us themselves on yeah. social media. I love this, I love that, where are you gonna be? Uh, Eric just said he was in California. A guy drove like an hour and a half or two hours to get a to get a humidor sign. I mean, you know, this is in the middle of in the middle of the week. You know, that's yeah. a that's that's a that's a that's a big commitment. You know, so listen, we're we're just in a very very good spot. We're we're very lucky to be here. And don't think that it's not that it's that we we're ta- we're we're forgetting about that. We are very aware and cognizant of what's yeah. going on. You know. Yeah. Well, if you look at you know, because we're in that we're we're coming to the close of that season now at the end of January, where everybody put out their lists for 2022. The half wheel consensus just got announced and released today. And you guys, I mean, across so many different lists, you know, you guys were hitting on on just about every list I can think of. You hit on you hit most importantly you hit the how about that cigar list. We did hit your list, yes. That's you. There I think there's still one big list that hasn't been released yet. Uh, okay. And, I, and I'm sure that'll come out next week sometime. Yeah. Uh, and we did very well on that list last year. Uh, but listen, and this is something I and, and you'll hear very few other other people in the industry say that. I know there are a lot of great cigars out there. I know it because I smoke them. So listen, it's 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 an honor to make anybody's list, but there's a lot of competition out there. Right. So it's 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 a, it's great to to get these accolades. But again, you're talking about the cigar that made the consensus. The Maduro didn't make the consensus according to uh, the half wheel. The cons- uh, the Maduro missed it by a point. But yeah. you know what else missed the, the 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 consensus by a point? The Tatuaje Veracruz. Yeah, that's a good cigar. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. missed it by a point. So actually, if you think about, it, we're in pretty good company. I mean, you know, we oh, we yeah. made honorable mention, but you know, we're in pretty good company. The 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 four and and I I know you guys know my feelings on this. I am a Maduro guy. The Habano the Habano has been my worst nightmare because I have to hear it in the office. I told you the Habano was better. <laughs> it's not better. It's just more. It's just been more readily accepted or just made some more lists or was reviewed first. And I will, I'll go to my grave with that. It might be on my marker. The Maduro is better. That's, that's going to be on my headstone. But it is, you know, it's it's just, we're very lucky. You know, it, we're just very lucky. We're very, very blessed, man. Well, I'd, I'd say that the 
the Habano, and I think you would agree, and I think a lot of people in the cigar sort of know, uh, agree that, you know, if it's if if you're looking at a Habano wrapper, that's going to please a wider swath of the cigar community than maybe a a a, a, a richer, fuller Maduro is going to. And and you know that we're known for the Habano. I mean, that's Habano yeah. is synonymous. Mm-hmm. With Espinosa cigars. Oh, absolutely. Even though I've tried my hardest to to to, to make that not true, it is absolutely <laughs> the truth. Every blend that we make, there's a kosher alternative, which is a Habano wrap. Kosher alternative. Just, I love it. Just just so so uh so he can unleaded. try. It, you know? There's an unleaded version. Well, unleaded, I, right? Ethel. I'm, I'm I'm with Corona, or I'm with uh, uh, Richie. Uh, uh, the Corona Gorda Maduro is my favorite. Um, so good. Um, thank so you, yeah. thank you very much, Ronnie Habibi. We have uh, Detroit royalty, Ronnie, in the house. Jay Davis, welcome. And you know the cool thing is that fatherhood has really calmed him down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so good to see how fatherhood has chilled him out. So good. Yeah, he's and what he's, a what a pretty baby too. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah. What a Ridiculous. beautiful family. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> God's mean sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you touched on a little bit already about how uh, there was a, a time when uh, Laranja was hit so heavy that you guys decided to pull an audible, you know, call an audible and not do a warhead that year. What do you, what goes into those conversations when you, when you see a cigar explode in popularity, it could be the Laranja, it could be the Knuckle Sandwich series, and you see it explode in popularity, and you're looking at the other projects that you maybe had on your whiteboard as possibilities for releasing in the next nine to 12 months, and then you say, okay, we got to rethink this because of consumer demand. What goes into those conversations when you guys are deciding that? Well, the, the it was a different time in our company. I mean... When the when the Laranja came out, we were we don't we were a three year old company, you know. We were concentrated on sales, concentrated yeah. on sales and 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 not not just sales, but putting the cigar out there that best represented our company and they gave our company the most notoriety and and, and popularity, which was the Laranja. But at the back of our minds, we were always aware that that Brazilian wrapper that we use, you know, that could dry up and you know that could dry up yeah. for a while at any time. And it did, as you saw about a year ago, uh, a little bit more, almost two years ago, we could we didn't make that cigar for like 10 months because we yeah. couldn't find the wrapper. So, you know, luckily, you know, we we we've come a long way since those. You know, we we know listen, I think it starts with the fact that we have a set we have a, a, a larger sales team in course now. We have three in-house guys. Jack runs the in-house guys, uh, they do a fantastic job. They sell. They 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 cover the they cover the, the country and in, in, in these locations where they're where they're situated. They two of the guys are very young. Uh, and, you know they were, were kind of like out of our AAA farm system. They were out of AAA Richmond. We brought these kids. You know, and we brought, and, and our guy in Texas is just a big bear and lovable. So that's our our, our cornerstone of our, our sales team. And then we have brokers, good brokers throughout the country, that. That, that help us, you know, promote these things. And it, listen, it's, it makes their job easier if the brand is hot or if the brand and, and if you get hot by 
by sadly getting getting lucky. I mean, it's it's that whole tipping theory all you know that tipping point theory all over again. How many great cigars that we've smoked from brands you've never heard of because they just that cigar didn't get into the right hands, didn't get into the right hands, it didn't make the right, didn't get to the right blogger or the right blog website or the right magazine or media, and and didn't didn't develop the way a Laranja did, or the the year after COVID the way that Oscuro did. Uh, Oscuro blew up the COVID year when it won Cigar of the Year for Cigar Snob. That that cigar just it blew up. We couldn't keep it in stock. Yeah. So we're constantly, you know, we we keep an eye on on what's good and what's and what's mainstream, what's what's our most popular stuff, and 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 make sure that you know to keep all the ancillaries and incidentals, you know, because there's nothing worse than, all right, listen, we're doing great with this. Let's call it that we're doing really good with this Habano knuckle sandwich and we're going to make a bunch of it and we're going to make a ton of it and we're selling it and all of a sudden we're out of bands what do you mean we're out of bands oh the factory didn't tell us about bands oh shit we got to go now you know we got to get the band guy and the band guy might be on a three-week delay or two-week delay so we're constantly we're constantly checking the heartbeat of every one of these brands every one of these uh, these lines that we have to make sure that they're they're moving along and i think we interject some of these limiteds and some of these one-offs because it's it just it it kind of fits it's like i said we're a different company now than we were then we we can we can play around with those things we know yeah. that our knuckle sandwich sales are going to be solid we know laranja is going to be solid we know that uh, all of the laranjas are going to be solid the habana the crema is always going to do well so we can we have chance to, to to plug these other ones in as the year goes on and a lot of them are just pet projects you know it, yeah. i've got some pet projects that in up, up our sleeves because we we can't forget where we came from. We came from Nirvana. The guys who like our cigars at the end of the day are nerds and they want nerdy shit and we got to do it for them. We got to make it for them. Yeah. So when you put on your thong, do you use your, <laughs> do you put your right leg in first or your left leg in? Well, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't wear a thong, but oh, when wow. I do, Surprises when I, when I do my, when I do wear my banana hammock, Okay, I have right. I have an apparatus where I just jump into it. It's, it's, oh, that's that's, that's really the way to smart. do it. That's, that's really the smart. way to do it. It's 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 all about efficiency. It is absolutely. Yeah. You got to maximize your time. It's <laughs> really good. I like it. Thank you. That, You're welcome. Give me some ideas. Try to sleep with that on your mind. <laughs> oh, so long night. I uh, I just recently bought some of the the knuckle sandwich Connecticut. And I know you're you lucky, said they're you're a lucky. You're a lucky man. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I knew. I know you it. said they 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 sold out. So the retailers that have them, you know, get them while you can. Um, and I know in some of the talks that he gave, that Guy Fieri gave, uh, you know, at the Great Smoke last year when the cigar launched, and then also he he talked about it again at the PCA trade show and at the Big Smoke, um, that he's really he's really a full bodied cigar guy. You know, he's a Maduro guy. He's a full bodied cigar guy. So the, the concept of putting a, a Connecticut shade twist on the knuckle sandwich line, did he have to be sort of convinced of that? Or was he, was, was that sort of something he was on board with from the beginning saying, yeah, I, I do enjoy a, a milder cigar from time to time. I know that he's had the Connecticut. I know that he likes the Connecticut. Uh, yeah. But I think you have to you have to look at the fact that all successful brands have a gateway cigar. Yeah, mm -hmm. everybody has a gateway cigar. Yep. 
Think about our company. Our company didn't make a Connecticut until 2015 or 2016. We launched the Connecticut four years after we had been around. And when you look, when most companies launch, most new companies launch, what do they launch with? A Habano, a Connecticut, and then whatever dark wrapper they can find and want to call it Maduro. That's how most companies launch. We didn't have a gateway cigar. One of the things that led to Crema was Eric saying, you know, guys come to our event and they say our cigar is too spicy or our <laughs> cigar is too strong. We need something. We need to, we need to get that market. And it makes good business sense. We, when we first started, we made cigars that we liked. You know, we made cigars that we liked. And then we made cigars that, or we made the cigars that, that we had, <laughs> that we owned at the time, which is 601 yeah. and, and the eponymous stuff. Then our next set were cigars that Eric liked. But, you know, then we, we made cigars for Queen and Anthony and we made cigars for Protocol. We started making other cigars and you could see that there were markets for those. You have to, you have to make a cigar for the spectrum. And as much as we all say, oh, we're full body and we like all this spice and this heaviness, there is a whole faction of cigar smokers who do not like that. And I would say it's a huge faction. Yeah. Uh, so why would you not dip your toe into that? Try to, try to, try to put, make a, make a, uh, make a product that is enticing to those, those smokers. You know, I think the one thing we're missing for our portfolio is that really heavy cigar, really heavy, you know, and when I mean heavy, you know, I, not to, not to, not to call any brands out, but you know, just that really heavy cigar. We don't really have a really heavy cigar. And that's something I'm working on for this year. I want to have that really heavy cigar, that real full-bodied cigar. Not necessarily a, a powder keg of spice, but just one that you had and you went, man, I just had like a 28-ounce porterhouse kind of yeah. cigar. One of those. Nice. And, and because there's the, that's a complete faction that we're missing of cigar smokers there as well. And, of course, and as I look at the consensus this year and I look at a lot of these lists, these lists, a lot of those cigars do very well on these lists, you know? So I, I, I want to be able to run the, the you know, at, at the end of the day, if, you know, when this is all over and, you know, I retired for good and, and, and the company is continues to move on and I'm just some old guy sitting in a front yard in South Carolina yelling at the neighbors, <laughs> I want to be able to say, well, you know, when I did, when I worked in the cigar industry, I tried to make cigars that went from A to Z. I didn't yeah. want to leave anybody out. I wanted some, I, I would, I think one of the most embarrassing things that could happen to you as a, as a company is if a guy walks up to you and says, I want to try your cigar, but I smoke this. Oh, we don't have yours. You want to be able to say, yeah, man, look, try this. Right. This is this. Look, we make Candela. We make a Candela. We yeah. make a Connecticut. We make Habano. Bro, do we make Habanos? We have a Mexican. We have a couple of Mexicans. We made a Cameroon. We've made Sumatra. We've made Mafina. We've made, uh, uh, you know, we, we've, we've made a lot of different cigars, a lot of different wrappers, and a lot of different... Uh, uh, taste points and and strength points and spice points and and we're going to continue because yeah. there's there is a there's a whole world out there you know and i don't want to be left out and and i don't want our company to be left out absolutely so when you as we've seen over the last well really forever but i think there's been a little more of it in the past couple of years at least we've paid more attention to it um at trade shows and things like that we're seeing new companies come into the mix hey this is a new cigar brand we're just starting up try our stuff let us know what you think of it they try to get you know try to get into as many shops as they can in that first year 
and things like that. And they work with a factory partner to, to get those, get those things off the ground, you know, after, because you've got, you've got a fair amount of experience now, you know, doing this for what, 13. No, it's going to be 11 years, February 7th. So as you see some of these newer brands start to launch, whether it's at a trade show, whether it's, you know, whatever it is and uh, their social media presence and, you know, and, and then you actually, because I know you smoke a lot of cigars outside of Espinosa and you'll, maybe you'll go and, you know, to go to the shop and you'll pick up one or two of this new brand that you heard about on Instagram or something and you try it. And, but when you see them out there making their their original moves and they're and they're getting started um are you seeing any trends that are maybe where you you see them making mistakes that you've learned from in the past and you say oh man this maybe you should uh, you know and you don't necessarily you know call them out on it but you think to yourself man if i just had 5 minutes just a conversation i could i could save you a lot of trouble from stuff that i've suffered from in the past yes and no I'll, I'll tell you why when we came into the market the situation obviously the atmosphere was different when you know if you look there's a certain there are seven or eight maybe 10 companies who are all about the same age we're we all we've all been around 12 to 10 10 to 12 years we all came on at the same time we all used, you know, we all, we, we're, we're a company that probably will tell you that we started and we, uh, we made a name for ourselves and grew our company on social media. So it was, it's a big component in the success of Espinosa. But I, I am so glad that we are not starting a company from scratch today in this era because yeah. you have so, so many of those companies that started 10 or 12 years ago have not disappeared. They are bigger and better than ever and really have a throttle hold on on what that boutique market is and you know we're i think we're part of those 10 companies i think that that when you think boutiques you think of us you know and i think it's a hard market to crack right now guys wanted to get into this industry look you never want to tell somebody not to get into this industry this is their dream or you know but it's harder i think it's much harder now than it was 10 or 12 years ago plus i think uh while the FDA, the FDA, in my opinion, is a sleeping giant, you, you just never know when that's gonna when that's gonna rear its ugly head again. I would have told you two years ago. I thought everybody was gonna be dead in the water, yeah, uh, yeah. but you know, thank as as government agencies do tend to do, they're their own worst enemy, and they had a judge that slapped them down, and that was uh, <laughs> that was good. So while they're regrouping, you know, it's time for us to thrive. And in the meanwhile, a lot of a lot of companies have come around and. And a lot of uh, little factories have opened up and and you know they're they're producing cigars and making cigars but i think they're the tip of the spear uh the day you know when when that day comes that you know that there may be a slowdown an industry slowdown or whatever i'm not trying i'm not being all doom and gloom with you but i just uh i i think if i you know and i've met a couple guys who just started out and uh, this is an industry full of guys who are very confident a lot of confident guys in this industry, a lot of guys who talk shit in this industry, a lot of guys who know we're noologists, but there are a lot of genuinely intelligent guys in this industry yeah. that, you know, just their personas are just enormous. And 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 those are the ones I really kind of gravitate to. I really dig those guys. But at the end of the day, I can always say, well, you know, he can say that and because he's been doing this for 10 years or 15 years or some guys with several companies for 20 years. I get it. 
but a lot of these new companies seem to seem to be a little too brazen, you know. And oh, I know what I'm doing, and yeah, yeah. I, uh, oh, somebody's mentoring me, and all right, well, fine, you know. good luck to you. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't want to be that guy that offers advice that's unwanted, because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want advice. You know, <laughs> a lot of want people to tell you how great. Listen, it's one of my favorite pastimes at the shop that I go to. You know, I go to Caribbean. I sit there four days a week, at least once or twice a month. A new company will come in with their rep. You know, the brand owner will come in, or his, or, or their rep will come in, and and I'll hear them do the sales pitch with Alan and. Trust me, I'll tell you, I'm completely respectful. I don't get involved. I am just a customer or consumer sitting there. And then the guy will want to give me a cigar because I'm sitting in the lounge. And you, know, you want you ask permission to give the, the guy a smoke, and he gives me a smoke. And then the guy will break down the cigar for me and completely tell me seven. He'll tell me ten things, and eight of them are bullshit. You know, this is this is a very special tobacco. Uh, you know, we didn't, it was hidden in the factory for almost 20 yeah. years. Al Capone's It's just the, this is the pilone that the girls sat on in the glory hole in the back <laughs> room. I go, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, you know, they, they, you know, it's, they tell you these things and, you know, this is like this and this rapper is like, and they're, and you're just kind of nodding. Yeah. And you, and unless the guy's really a prick, you know, then you go, oh, well, you know, like the one guy, he goes, Listen, you know, you might not know a lot about cigars. I've been in the cigar industry a long time. I said, no, I, I kind of don't, you know. And and I went to the I, and I I kind of don't, you know. So I went to the bathroom, and when I came back, uh, the guy was gone. And I said, well, where's the guy? And he goes, well, when you went to the bathroom, I, I opened up a, a a snob or a CA or I showed something I'm online. I go, that guy's sitting there. You you've been you've been giving that guy bullshit for five minutes. He's been kind. He's been kind not to screw you. And you know. If I was with the right people, I would have. But but I don't want to do that. I'm trying to be kinder and gentler in 2023. I've been trying to, you know, since I've been retired, I've been trying to be a kinder guy. But some of these guys, you can't help them because they don't want to be helped. And yeah. why waste your time? Listen, I'd rather waste my time talking to the guys who I like and who ask me, what do I think? And but, you know, that's 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 my personal opinion. Yeah. Well, and also in and this is sort of an aside, this really isn't related to the 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 cigar industry as we know it but i'm and i'm sure you see a lot more of this hector living in south florida than we do up here in minnesota but Thank there, you, all, all around the country there are places where you'll see some maybe it's on facebook or instagram or something some local restaurant that has a a big outdoor patio that says hey we're gonna have a we're gonna have a whiskey and cigars night mm -hmm. and some random guy with all these unbanded cigars will show up and you'll pay a certain amount, you know, for a couple glasses of whiskey and a couple cigars with no bands on them. And the guy spins yarns like, like Castro's, you know, tears, you know, all over these tobacco leaves and all that. And you taste the cigars, which is, and, which is exactly what I want to smoke. There's nothing oh, yeah, I totally. more and than Castro's tears. The, uh, the, the few times that I've gone to things like that, you know, just because maybe I get invited or I just, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay, yep. I'll go. And you just know, first of all, you know that it's bullshit, all the stories. And second of all, you know that these are like segundos thrown away by, by, a factory that wasn't even didn't even have a good track record to begin with and they're just not good and i i just wish there was less of that in in the marketplace these days listen i know where you're coming from where you want less of that but i don't want less of that okay i think i did i'll tell you why i don't want less of that. any situation 
that arises where we can promote, you know, the culture of cigar, you know, the cigar culture is, is a good, you know, weddings, bachelor parties, birthdays, retirement parties, dinners, pairings, anything like that is great. However, you can't, it, you can't blame the guy who, who's, who's just, who's got a roller, who's just, who's got the cigar made already, who's just putting the wrapper on. You can't yeah. make, he's just trying to make a buck. I get it. Yeah. You might, maybe we should blame the, the locale for not reaching out, especially if they're in South Florida, where they could reach out to any of the cigar manufacturers in Miami and say, Hey, would you like to sponsor this event with us? Would you like to do, would you like, but you know, there sometimes, you know, name recognition comes into that. And, and listen, there are a lot of guys who are bougie. They don't want to, they only want to smoke this cigar or that cigar. Yeah. And I, I've heard guys, Oh, I went to this wedding and the cigar roller made me, he made me a couple of fresh cigars. They were the <laughs> best cigars I ever wanted. I usually, un I unfriend them on Facebook and I put them <laughs> on a six month timeout. I don't talk to them anymore, but you can't, you can't blame them. Listen, this is an industry where it's not about the cigar anymore. It's about the story. The story is what people love. The story is what helps sell cigars. The, the story is what makes the history of some of these brands and factories so, you know, so mystic and, 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 and it makes you romanticize them. I get it. It's the story that sells. You know, uh, look at our story. You know, we have a celebrity, a celebrity chef who wanted to make a cigar. He came to, you know, he got together with Eric and he's made a cigar. And that's a good story. There's yeah. no bullshit in that story that, you know, he uses seven herbs and spices and, and, and some secret sauce. But there's none of that. You can't. A lot of companies have learned. They have not learned yet that you can't bullshit consumers. There are still consumers that can be bullshitted. But in my, in my 10 years going on 11, consumers have gotten smarter. They, they go on, they, they read the magazines when they're at the shops, they, they go to the websites, they have their feeds on their social media. They're learning. They're, they, they learn. Yeah. They, you know, and if they're, if they really are cigar smokers, they've learned, they've learned to expand their palates and not only expand their palates, they've learned to, they found their favorite cigars and then they found their second favorite for the day that that cigar might be out of stock. They have a secondary and a third cigar they can go to. Cigar cigar consumers have really are, are really smarter than people give them credit for. And now that I've been traveling, it's one of the most amazing things and one of the most humbling things for me. When I travel, whether I'm by myself or I'll travel with one of the reps, you know, when I travel by myself with one of the reps or one of the salesmen, or I travel with Jack, that people know who the hell I am. <laughs> and oh, I saw you know, I saw you on this show, I saw you on that show, I read this, I I saw this on Facebook, and they're really into the brand. How do you not give those guys 20 or 30 minutes of your time to ask them, answer whatever question they want and take them through yeah. the whole, take them through the, the whole portfolio from A to Z. That's, those are the guys, those are the guys that keep us, that keep us going. And Ronnie made a really good point. Um, Don't say that too many times. I know <laughs> I try not to, but, but it is a, a valid point. It is legitimately the first celebrity cigar to have the amount of success that I can think of. No, I agree. There have been a lot of, I mean, we've all seen over the last 15 oh, yeah. years, uh, you know, celebrity cigars, people who put their name on a cigar and then they, you know, they, they, they literally, that's it. Their, their name and maybe their, their mm -hmm. picture is on the, on the box. And then you, you never, 
maybe you see them at the big smoke because it's cigar aficionado. There's a lot of clout behind that event, things like that. And then it disappears. Yeah. And then, but, but guy and Eric talked about this and, and actually both Eric and guy talked about this at the PCA trade show this past year. And even at the, the great smoke with Abe is saying, Hey, this, it was actually a, a back and forth where the first couple times that guy came to Eric and said, Hey, I want you to make a cigar for me. Eric's like, no, no, I'm that's, not that's, that's, that's absolutely true. And, that's and, absolutely and true. Look, let, let me tell you, invested. he's actually been, he's boots on the ground. He's the one that's actually at these events, meeting people, getting to know the consumer base and putting his himself out there where for the most part, other, uh, you know, other so-called celebrities yep. haven't, haven't put skin in the game. Well, that Jay-Z Cohiba, in my opinion, oh, that fell apart. That that went nowhere. I bought one, and it was like twenty five dollars, and it sucked. And off. it was twenty five dollars fifteen years ago. Right, fifteen years. That ago. which was a what, that's the equivalent of like a forty dollar cigar, cigar today. today. Right. All right. So, let me let me give you my two cents on this. Uh, Matt, does your wife smoke? Uh, she has a couple times, but really no. Okay. Does your wife know? Uh, and listen, I'm in a bad spot. I don't want to call any of the any of the other celebrity cigars out. That's not really we don't have to what, name I, what I'm here. But all right, do you think your wife knows any of the other cigar celebrities, with the exception maybe of Coach Dickick, since you are a football fan and you and they play in the NFC Central? Does she know any of the other people? The only other Raul just called it. The only other one she knows for a fact is Big Poppy because okay. I'm a baseball fan and she knows that I've smoked the cigars with his name on him before okay so she That's wouldn't it. know who they are i would bet you raul's cigars that she knows who guy fiat is a hundred percent yes the th he he the the guy look i'm writing a press release that you guys will probably get tomorrow and i and i'm and i, and I i'm gonna say i'm kind of gonna quote what i wrote in this he transcends the industry He's, he's bigger. Than, look, we have royalty in the cigar industry. There are guys who are royalty in the cigar industry. The Fuentes, right. the Padrones, the Rockies, whether you love them or not. They're, these guys, they're royalty. They made their bones. They've been there since the, you know, they, they've been there when, when the cigar industry went through their first boom and then the lull. And now again, we have royalty. But this is a guy whose who's, who's popularity ex far extends to the cigar industry. Yes, absolutely. And he has taken, he is, in, in the short time that he's been with us, he has taken the brand and tried to tried to take not only his brand but cigars in general mainstream he did an interview on hbo with chris wallace uh his social media the nba all-star game with a cop with a picture of his cigar him on the sidelines uh yeah. if you watch any of the any of his uh any of his content on the food network he's wearing the shirts he's wearing the the guy fietti knuckle sandwich shirt he is he, he 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 can do what a lot of these other guys can't do he can take it mainstream and listen this is a guy who's got, you know, he's got, he's got, you know, we talk about, oh man, what a busy day. The kids are daycare. I had to go to work. I had to go to the post office. He has, he's traveling all over the place, the filming schedule, yet we got him to a Lazona Palooza. We got him to the Great Smoke. We got him to the to the show. We got him to the Big Smoke. He did an event in Puerto Rico when he was filming, you know, five times in a year. Yeah. And that's a lot for a guy who's probably filming 42 weeks a year. I mean, oh yeah. And he's he's done his part. It's he's incredible. done his part and it's good for he's good for the industry and a lot of guys told us 
at the Great Smoke, they came over and go, this is fantastic for our industry. Yeah. And, and involved, it's, it is. I agree with a, that because he is, he's, he, he's mainstream. He's outside of the world of premium cigars that we all nerd out about. And just like you said, Hector, my wife, who's, you know, doesn't know the difference between Carlito Fuente and George Padron, who doesn't know the difference between, you know, Habano and, and, and Brazilian Araparaca. She, she knows who Guy Fieri is and she, and, and even friends of mine and family members of mine who don't smoke cigars and don't care the first thing about premium tobacco have seen things that I've posted about knuckle sandwich cigars and said, Oh my God, I had no idea. He was a cigar guy like you are. And, and I said, no, he is, he is a cigar guy way above what I am. He's, he's, he, he is in, he's actually in the culture and in the hobby. And he smokes cigars. And he actually smokes cigars. A shitload of cigars. He yeah. smokes a ton of cigars. Yeah. He smokes a ton of cigars, lights one up after the other. He smokes cigars. And it makes a big difference. He's actually got, he's, he's got, he's got legit cred. That, yeah. that he's actually living the lifestyle. He's put in more time, like you said, Hector, all the things he's been to in the last 18 months, he's put in more time, and I'm not going to name any names, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call people out, but he's put in more time and effort than a lot of cigar brand owners out there. Mm -hmm. I'm just calling a spade a spade. It is what it is. Yeah, it'd be really cool to see him on a podcast one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're absolutely right. But if you can imagine how hard it is to get him to an oh, event, you oh, imagine, yeah, uh, it's trust trying to me. trying to wrangle him in for a podcast. Listen, yeah, we'd have an easier time getting. You, uh, Garrett, Garrett has Garrett problems, and Matt has Matt problems, and Hector has <laughs> Hector problems. Guy Fieri has Guy Fieri problems. Yeah, yeah he has Guy Fieri issues, not problems, but he has. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, I I've been around him seven or eight times in the in the year and i i could not do that i could mm -hmm. not do that it's just i, I can't and to, be, and to be on and to be you know yep. engaging and you know it would it goes completely against my whole warmth etiquette i just can't i couldn't i can't deal with that you know <laughs> listen my son my son is my son's a police officer here and i i flew him to vegas for, he came to vegas with us for the show i think i think you guys yep. met him at, at the we show did. totally and, yeah. and he was his body man while he was eating lunch. And when he came back, he goes, Pop, this guy can't take 10 steps. He can't take 10 steps without somebody putting a, a box in his face, wanting to shake his hand, wanting to take his picture. I mean, the man was trying to eat a hamburger, and we had to surround him. Just It looks bad. I mean, it, it doesn't look great. It looks like you know he's, he's being very elusive. It's not. He's just trying to have a hamburger. He's just trying to eat a hamburger in peace. Yeah. So he can so he can get back on and go sign some more sign some more cards and some more magazines and some more hats and 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 engage because let me tell you something, retailers can be retailers like cigar manufacturers. We can be a we can be a weird bunch, but you should <laughs> see you should see how how engaged they were to meet this guy. Yeah. It's 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 great for the brand. It's great for Espinosa. It's great for the cigar industry. I agree. I do want to it pitch is next him. level for the cigar industry. I do want to pitch him on a cigar industry guys grocery games edition. <laughs> I think that would be freaking great. Well, I've never seen. Uh, you know, I don't see any manufacturers seen that. There's yeah, only. I've seen, I've, seen, only I, I've seen most of his shows, like the diners, drivers. I love that show, yeah. but the grocery games I've never seen. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. It's not in my wheelhouse. Oh, it's great. Uh, top chefs that are in a grocery store and he has all these crazy games. You can only get these ingredients to make a, a meal yeah. type of thing. And uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. 
I like the I like the triple D because I know it, I, it gives me ideas when I travel where to go. Yeah. And I've gone to my wife and I have yeah. gone to a number of places. You know, on that I love I, I love Triple D. Triple D was one of, is, is always Dude. been one of my favorite shows. Oh yeah, I I used to love the Rachel Ray forty dollars a day. She had a forty dollars. Oh, yeah, day yeah, show. yeah. Of course, you can't do shit for forty dollars a day anymore. But but she was you like even get a dozen eggs for forty dollars. Well, you know, <laughs> not unless you're big pimping. So yeah. So. As we look ahead, you know, because we're we're barely at the beginning of 2023, and we've got the TPE trade show coming up. We got the PCA trade show coming up. Uh, great smoke for you know uh, smoke in. We've got big smokes for cigar aficionado and all the big events, Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival and Brew City Cigar Fest, and name all these different festivals all over the country during the course of this calendar year. As we look ahead to what you guys have coming up after a huge year like you just had are you guys able to keep everything you know are you guys able to keep everything lined up and ready to go for the projects that you're going to be uh putting in front of consumers this year all right well we have everything lined up that we plan on doing this year okay however uh when you steer a small ship because at the end of the day we're still a small ship we're a boutique brand we're still small enough that we can pivot on a dime. We, uh, if we have to adjust, we can. But we have, uh, we have a couple of things lined up that we that are that are going to be surprises, uh, that which kind of show the growth of the company, and where we've where we where we've matured in the last few years and where we're headed. Uh, plus, we've got our regular releases. We've got uh, the new the new six provinces for the show. Uh, we have. Let's see. The new six provinces for the show. We have the new warhead for the show. We have a new core line that we'll be we'll be showing at the show. Nice. Then in between that, we will be doing. Uh, there's a new. Uh, I'm sorry. There's a new chef special for the show as well, which is the PCA exclusive that we do uh, for Knuckle Sandwich, which is the Figurado. Last year was Habano. Uh, this year is a different blend in Sumatra. But we've got a couple of, of uh, couple of limited things that we're going to do. We have a we have a, we have a lot of we have a lot of cool things in 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 our in our in our in our go go gadget bag for this year. <laughs> Plus, we've got a couple of little little funky things. There'll be a, there'll be a, a a line extension on wasabi. You guys will see later down the road. We'll do uh, yeah. We're going to do a uh, we're doing a six hundred one orange in a, in a limited run. Uh, we're, we're trying, we're, we're trying to do some fun things to get, you know, to keep the, the, the nerd, the nerdvana, get the, get that nerd juice flowing <laughs> because guys, listen, we're, like I said, we're, we're going to do the core stuff. We're going to do the, the stuff that we do every year that's limited, but we're also going to do some, you know, some one and dones or some stuff that you might see again, but we're, we're going to, we're going to have enough stuff this year to keep us busy. And I think we're going <laughs> to, the way our, our, our whiteboard is looking now, we're, we're busy past the show into the third quarter with stuff that we want to do for this year. So nice. Uh, I don't see I don't see a respite anytime soon. Nice. So you know, and that's well, a good thing, man. It's a good it, thing. Imagine being imagine if you were in the position where you couldn't project the seven or eight things that you want to do this year. Yeah. And that's what we and that's what we want to do. Yeah. And that's the fun thing, like you said, that you've because you're still a boutique company, you've got you've got more flexibility where you can turn on a dime if you if you see the market 
wants something else and you're ready for it. That's great. Listen, we, we're, we, we, <clears throat> we are, like I said, we, we can pivot on a dime. We can move quick and we can make adjustments. Uh, I'll give you an example. The example that we, that we best had was two years ago when a squirrel kind of took off. It became, you know, it was, it was selling, it was selling. It was, it was a core line. It was selling adequately. I don't even know. It was better than that. It was, it was, it was, we were selling a fair amount of it. It still didn't compete with Laranja, the original Reserva. And then, boom, all of a sudden, the orders, the orders start to come. The orders start to come. The orders start to come. We had enough. We had enough foresight. We ordered it. We ordered. We got some. We never went through a lull where we were out of it. I think the cigar this year that, the cigar this year that I think we're going to finally see take off the way that, that we've always expected to be was Azulejo. Azulejo is a great cigar. Yeah. But when you have, when you have so many cigars that are, that are enjoyed and, and smoked, uh, people, some kind of do get lost in the in that board game, in that shell game. Azulejo is a cigar that kind of has, hasn't reached its potential yet. And it's, it's, we're not going to stop making it. We love it. And I said that, we said that a couple of months ago and boom. At the beginning, end of last year, Azulejo sales start to pick up because yeah. you. I really think that you you kind of, if you don't get that, if you don't get that bump from the media, from a cigar the from one of the cigar of the year sites, eventually the smokers, the alpha smokers in the shop start to start to take over and say, "Hey man, you should try this. You should try this. You should try this." Mm -hmm. Or he'll see us smoking it, or he'll see one of us smoking it, or he'll see me. They'll ask me, "Hey, what should I try of yours? You should try this." Yeah, and and you know we're we're always listen. We we have always put ourselves in the position to we have a plan, but we always have we also have a contingency. Plan. <laughs> we always have a backup plan <laughs> in case you know. Uh, so listen, we're I, we couldn't. I in in my ten years, we've never been in a better position. Yeah. We've never been in a better position, and 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 that has a, that has all, everything to do with the with Eric and uh, you know us getting to where we've been where we started firmly on his shoulders uh you know uh, junior with the with doing the marketing and and coming up with his crazy ideas to do stuff like six provinces that which was we started with an idea of a dream and then sitting at the board and you know people thought it was crazy but no look we've gone for four years and it's been great and yeah. with the the, the the elite thing that we did and then the, the lighters and the hats and the I mean, our shirt game was tight for years. I mean, we, we've had a yeah. great T-shirt game for years. Yeah. Uh, he's responsible for the Lazona Palooza, pretty much putting that together. Uh, Jack, with the team, you know, with the young team that he has under his belt, that that he that he works them and he runs them good, and he's got them he's got them operating really well. Uh, Richie, who came in a couple of years ago to handle key accounts, and has had, and Richie's been doing Richie kind of things. Richie, Richie's a monster. I, you know, when, when, yeah. I, when we talked about Richie, I said, you know, Richie, I'd have him in one of those fire extinguisher cases, break glass in case of sale. Cause you know, Richie, Richie, will, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're on the line there, you're like, oh, I've got two cigars. I don't know what to take it. You know, have you guys remember that trunk monkey thing where, yeah, you know, yeah. the guy said, you know, Richie's the kind of guy, Hey, I think I got a guy there. He's got a couple of cigars. He's not sure. I got you, bro. <laughs> and nice. next thing you know, you know, the guy's walking out of there with, uh, Guys walking out with what happened? No, 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 no. I put him. I put him on the Espinosa dog. I got you. <laughs> and then you know me doing you know the, the the stuff that I've been allowed to do, and we and and we have a good in house team. I mean the in house team. We have learned nobody there, nobody there, with the exception of Jack and Richie, came from other cigar uh, 
came from somewhere else in the cigar industry. We're all we're all homegrown. The the, the administrator staff's homegrown. Uh, junior uh, Junior's only worked for his dad. I've only worked for his dad. We I mean we worked retail for a short while, so it's not like we have all this vast experience to fall back on. Well. You know, I remember we used to do it like this back in Cuba. We don't have that. You know, this is how we. How do you guys do it? Well, this is how we figured out to do it until we do it wrong, and then we'll we'll fix it. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I I'm telling you, it's 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 been a lot of work, man. But it's been it's a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, and to see, you know, to to walk into our warehouse now, compared to when we first started in this little 800 square foot warehouse where we had no product. And by the first couple of months, we were sitting on top of each other because we had built this huge humidor inside this this 800 square foot warehouse. We've come a long way. We've really come a long way, and that's and that's a that's a tribute to, to everybody who's worked with us at one time and no longer is and is still with us today. You know? Yeah, love it. So, Garrett, I have a question for you. Hmm. Yeah, what is it? Is it time? Oh, yes. It is now time for this week's. Numero de los Muertos. And as always, Numero de los Muertos is brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. I hate this. I'm Steve here from Smoke In Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. All right. Numero de los Muertos, episode 189. Uh, uh, Hector's uh, already like, I hate this. He loves it. I hate this. So he loves it. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, the answer is chlamydia. Whatever the question is, it's going to be chlamydia. That's my answer. I wish. All right. All right, go ahead. Hit me. This is going to be a tough one. All right. They're all Seven. tough. They're, They're all, all tough. tough. Like Seventeen. Six days doing this. Seventeen people in the U.S. die from this every year. See, this sucks because that's such a low number. We're never going to freaking guess this. Well, we do. We get there. There's 327 million people in the United States. Seventeen a year die. Yeah, 17 a year die. All right. So <laughs> are we gonna do like we do every year that you're not gonna get you're not gonna give me any hints or are you gonna give me some are we you gonna will give me hints along we, the way? We get to ask right. yes or no questions along the way to narrow it down. But if okay. we don't get there, I will feed my baby birds. Yes. All right. Are is this a are these accidental? Yes. Okay. Would they are be they, considered workplace accidents? No. All right, are these because of natural Disasters, medical or work, or you know, or nope. just everyday, everyday shit. It is nothing sexual, Raul. Well, I'm uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> so is Raul. <laughs> Somebody forgot their safe word. Okay. Uh, pineapple, 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 pineapple. All right, seventeen. 
not work related. Answer there. It's not Jay Davis's answer. It's not eating Jay eggs Davis. while doing a coop airport selfie. Ooh, don't, don't even get me started with those selfies. <laughs> I had to leave. We're having fun wrong. <laughs> All right. Um, wrong. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, Seventeen people. Is you said it's act? It could. Are they accidental deaths? You said yes. It is accidental. All right. Is it something like having a Coke machine fall on you or something similar? That was actually, the very first one we did. You. That was oh, the I'm, very first episode. That, I thought you might have done a repeat. Okay. Having. Uh, we did a repeat with you and Jack once that you were on with uh, Lazona Palooza. Seven. Forgetting to take the gag ball out. <laughs> no, Jason. No. We're you gotta a, you gotta put holes in the leather mask. If there's no <laughs> holes in the leather mask, it never all right. So it's not sexual, it's not work related. Is it something that happened in the home? No. All right. Is it something in your car? Not in your car. Are vehicles related? Yes. Oh, does the car fall on you? Are you changing a tire or changing your oil? Nope. I did that one. It's not that. Well fuck. Uh are they four wheeled vehicles? Yes. Four-wheel um, vehicles, cars or ATVs? Cars. Uh, or trucks. Or trucks. Anything to do with smart cars? No, right? Nothing to nope. do with smart cars. Is it driving off a cliff? Yes. What? I just threw that out. Are you serious? Dead serious. I literally just at, at a joke answer threw that out there. It's it, driving off a cliff. Seventeen. He got driving off a cliff because I said the smart car thing, and yeah. there's been reports that car the smart cars have, have had some access. So I'm taking half of credit on that. Yeah, you got to take half. <laughs> I don't care at all. All right, I'm taking half of that because I'm I out. picture myself if I had to drive a smart car, I would drive it right off a cliff. I think it's Jay Davis's answer here. Riding, Riding a Trans Am naked while driving off a cliff. I well, Jay, don't forget, Ray has a time machine to still have a Trans Am. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> 1979, baby. Here we go. He's playing. Uh, so it's literally it like driving off. It is. By a Wolverine so where did you get the stat for dri people driving off a cliff? Dude, I had to scour. I really yeah, This is in the U.S. This is in the U.S. Yeah, that was ortos.com. So most of these, most of these have to be like what in in California, the PCH. So obviously, uh, big in the on the West Coast and the East Coast because because there are cliffs and there are more cliffs. Yeah, there oceans. Than, uh, yeah, oceans <laughs> and things. Yeah, I wonder what the worldwide number is for that. Yeah, oh. I, you know, I yeah, not a, you know, not a single driving off a cliff in Florida this year. Not, yeah, <laughs> not, not a single not one. one. Not That's a single amazing. one driving off a bridge, probably. <laughs> Yeah, probably, probably. probably. That's probably weekly. No cliffs. There's no cliffs in Minnesota. I mean, there, there are there are cliffs in Minnesota. There's some pretty decent cliffs in Minnesota. Yeah. Okay, no, I'm, I'm answering Jay's question. Right? Yeah. You have to go. You have to go. Uh, you have to go up to northern North. Minnesota um, by uh, Duluth and further. Yeah. Falls. Down in uh, Lanesboro area, there's some cliffs. Late. Oh yeah, I've not been down there. Is Duluth Trading Company from Duluth, Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Their underwear. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, the the under. I turned on. Oh, this sounds kind of weird. I turned on about eight <laughs> guys to that Duluth underwear. So it's amazing. Nothing has ever been better for your boys than yes. Duluth Trading Company. 
Really? Oh my gosh. Listen, listen to me. Hear me now and believe me later. <laughs> they are fantastic. And if you go to the website, you can still get some Christmas underwear, even though it's not Christmas time. They're expensive, but man, yeah, they are, are they worth they it? Last and they're they, comfortable. They are so comfortable, and they make you so aerodynamic. Well, we don't want to see which, your underwear right now, bro. <laughs> which is something I was trying to is, take his junk out again. Again, again. again. You know, yeah. it makes you very aerodynamic, which is not something you hear often when you talk about Hexaroff. <laughs> but it's good, man. That is fantastic stuff. I'm all over Duluth, man. I must have been there. Five hundred dollars in Long John's. Uh, so for hunting, we I, I wore them, you know, back when I started hunting when I was, you know, 13 years old. Oh, and they are warm and comfortable and amazing. I've never been accused of being aerodynamic. Maybe and not this, since I was. This like, doesn't oh, apply you. to you guys, but the big they're very snuggy for the big boys. Very, very. <laughs> the big boys love. Yes, this is this episode is sponsored by Duluth and Fresh Balls, <laughs> which is very. Which is very important, dog. It's very important. Now, and you got to get the long ones that will come down to your knees. It's like That's a right. sliding pants, like you're playing softball. Wow. I guess I got some. I I just buy the cheap underwear at Target. I guess I got to. Don't buy. Listen. Up my game. This is. Don't do your balls wrong. All right. Always <laughs> take care of your balls. Take care of your balls, bro. Because if you don't know, eventually they'll get too long and the cattle start playing with them when you're older. You got to take care of them now. All right. I'm telling you that Duluth is the shit. Okay, well, all I'm maybe, say. maybe I'd uh, like to do a collaboration with them—a Duluth cigar, <laughs> a Duluth, a, the Duluth underwear cigar, Duluth balls cigar. Me and Juan can sell on the cover nude. We just <laughs> yes. Our, our, yes, yes. Oh, I it's would, a thing. It's gonna. I happen. will. I will try as hard as I can to make that happen. You're fantastic. Real <laughs> <Real> good. <laughs> all right, so that was this week's. Numero de los muertos. Brought to you by Fresh Balls. <laughs> and Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> Duluth, Minnesota. All right, so let's jump into the lightning round. And the lightning round brought to us by J.C. Newman Cigar Company. They are America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brickhouse Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and the American J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Relo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. So, oh, we got the Raul cam. Ooh. Oh, so, oh. so fresh and so clean, clean. Oh, outcast. My goodness. Look at that. I'm just enamored. I'm enamored by the mustache. Well, speaking you know, of this, you know, the cigar consumer spectrum, uh, we also have a friend on the spectrum, and that's Raul. Yeah, not, the, <laughs> no, that. not that spectrum. We talk about the other spectrum. <laughs> oh, the other spectrum. Okay. Listen, I just thought of a great. The fresh balls came. I'm just saying, just for, Ooh. just for, for Raul. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Sponsored by Espinosa Premium Cigars. <laughs> the Fresh Ball right. Camp. I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> All right. No problem. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of my balls. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so Hector, we've we've done quite a few of the lightning round questions with you over the years, but we're going to yes, get some, some new. Fresh, fresh balls. Oh, fresh. Maybe new. We'll say okay. new questions. New questions. Okay. Yeah. New questions. Here we go. So, 
if you were suddenly a billionaire, <laughs> good night. <laughs> what would be what would be the first unnecessary thing you'd spend money on? Oh. Shit. Oh, hold on. The it's eleven o'clock here, and my automatic oh, lights went down. So I have to... <laughs> Listen, Go we're few, we're uh, you have to be efficient in this this modern economy. Hold on a this second. This is this is Hector after dark. Oh, there you go. I think what I man, it's just I have never had money, so <laughs> I don't I don't ever think yeah. like that. I think it would be can it be anything? I mean, it doesn't yes, have to be like an item, right? Billionaire. I I would I would buy a motorhome. I would okay. buy a motorhome and I would drive this great country of ours. And I would be uh, unreachable. <laughs> I would be. I would make sure that it has all of the bells and whistles, all the Wi-Fi and equipment I need. But I would be off the. I would be off the grid. I would. I would buy a motorhome and go off the grid for three or four months. I love that. That is. So that I. is maybe my favorite answer ever. I like it a lot. That is fantastic. Um, I love Shelby's answer. And obviously, well, of course, oh, know, trading Duluth trading company underwear. I'd buy, a, I'd buy a piece of Duluth. I mean, you know. I was just going to say you could probably buy Duluth trading company. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. If it's not broken, don't fix it. I mean, yeah, let, know, yeah leave it alone. It's working just what I need. All of a sudden, the Alfonso line. You know, the hell's this <laughs> just line? just give them just give them enough money where you can work out the you know the cigar collaboration. Absolutely, you there know, because with the right price, they would go for it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so, and it's sort of along the same lines of suddenly having just insane amounts of money. But if if you could have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life, and you cannot say cigars, money, or time, but an unlimited supply of one other thing, what would it be? Bow cheeky bow wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm your best guest ever, brother. I, uh, uh, an unlimited supply. Oh my God, cigars. Yeah, cigars are good, but I, I'm I'm good there. Uh, an unlimited supply. Wow, man, you could. These are these these are good. These are these are pretty good because I don't. I've never thought in that vein, right? As to what I would want an unlimited supply of. I mean, I could say M and M's, but then you know, I'd have to. I'd be dead in a year. All right, so uh, yeah, I guess an unlimited supply of bomb chicken bow. No, uh, <laughs> that's a good. That's the answer for everything, by the way. Yeah. Uh, all right, so an unlimited. I guess I would like to be able to. Just go to events. I mean, just an unlimited of supply of tickets to go to events, you know, yeah. of my choosing, whether it's a concert or the Philharmonic or the ballet. Mm. <laughs> Who am I fooling? I don't do any of that shit. <laughs> but like sporting events or, you know, baseball or, you know, I'd like concerts. to be able to do that. Concerts, you yeah. know, and an unlimited event, an unlimited amount of access to venues, I think. Yes. Ga right. Gasoline and eggs isn't a bad idea either. And I don't know who Tony Corey is, but hookers and blow are my man. <laughs> <laughs>
though it's no, though it's a little it's a little bit too old to start doing the blow and the hookers now, but still, I mean, you know, nothing like doing something that's making me impotent and paranoid. All right, I'm all in. Where do I sign? Where do I sign up for that? Yeah, I get an access uh, and a limited amount of access. I'd go. I could go wherever the hell I wanted. Chrissy's. I love that answer. answer. Great answer. And, and Ronnie would take bandwidth. That's true. Bandwidth is bandwidth is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. what else you got? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. All right, Hector. Dude, dude. You ready? Hit me. The zombies are coming. Okay. You get three industry peeps to choose to be on your zombie apocalypse survival team. Who do you pick and why? Oh, well. All right. First of all, this is very important because it will dictate which direction I go with with the people I know in the industry. Now, are we mobile or are we on foot? Whichever scenario you choose. Yep. All right. You choose your scenario. All right. So I need some like, all right. First of all, because I, I, I want to go to work tomorrow and still have a job. I'd have to take Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Bro. I mean, Bro. you got to take Eric. Bro. Uh. Yeah, you got to have guys who are like survivors, you know, guys yeah, who have yeah. guys who have that that kill, you know. I think I would take uh Yeah, let's skip the Abe because I can run faster. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who skip Halfkey with the fucked up thing. Actually in the I'd take three guys that I could outrun just <laughs> because I don't need to outrun all of them, just that one. That's right. But no, I I'd, I'd take guys I I take guys who are tough. So I think I would take, I'd take Eric, and I, I can't take Jack because I'm gonna have to sacrifice Jack. I, I don't want to do that. You know, I can't. I can't sacrifice my guy there, so I'm not gonna take him. And I take guys who are smart. So, oh, this is is interesting. I gotta take smart guys. I gotta take guys who are smart, but yet if they die, I'll be all right with that. So. <laughs> hmm. I this love is the quite the con- putting into this. This, yeah, is, this is quite the conundrum. This is quite the conundrum. Uh, oh shit, man! This is this is tough, well, man. And can we present you with a couple ideas that other guests have have played out? All right, and, all right. and that is that you want people who have guns. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Uh, but of I'm guns. trying to. I'm thinking of cigar guys that I know that have a lot of guns. So I know Justin Andrews has a shitload of guns. So okay, I, and and look, and he works for General. So if something happens to him, they can just replace him. So <laughs> look, oh shit, <laughs> that's my boy though. No, I'm fucking with him. I'm fucking with him. But it, it had to be Justin. Listen, I'm the only guy who doesn't bust on Justin. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Eric and Justin because Justin has guns. Eric, because Eric will just Eric will bro those fucking he'll bro those guys into submission. <laughs> so then I need a third guy. I need a third guy. You got to have some comic relief. Yes, because, but you know because Fred Rui is funny as hell. Oh my Fred, god! Yes. You know Fred's a funny guy. I just don't know if Fred's a, a gun guy. It doesn't he doesn't strike me as a gun guy. So I don't know if Fred's a gun guy. Eric's not a gun guy either. To be honest with you. Uh. Shit, man! Give me some other suggestions. You had some suggestions there that you, you had. You were saying oh, that I should. Had, um, people who have people who have guns is one. Yep. People who have. Airplanes. Oh wait a minute! You said wait a minute. Airplanes. 
People or have helicopters. Well, shit, I don't have any of those. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to take. So I think uh, I like Christian Roa uh, has, has his own plane. Yep. And uh, there's a couple other people that I'm sorry, their names escape me that have helicopters. So easy just, escape routes, basically. Easy um, escape routes. You know what? If we're, we look, I look at it this way. Since we're all gonna, we're probably gonna end up dying anyway. You want a guy? You you want a guy who's gonna make the last little while? Fun. Let's have Juan Lopez. Juan Lopez is gonna make that last. You know, whatever's happening, it's gonna be this. Uh, Juan Lopez. It'll be I got a good Juan time. Lopez. It'll be a I'm good time. Juan Lopez, Eric, and Justin. Those are yeah. my three guys. There are a couple of guys I want to take. I'd want to take a couple of guys, but then we would all be fighting to see who's in charge. <laughs> and then that's why I don't take. You know, like I'd love to have Skip, but then we'd be arguing about who's in charge. And Steve, or you know, we'd all be arguing. We we spent too much time. Who's going to be in charge? Who's going to be in command? And then we end up getting fucked up. So it's got to be, you know. Yeah. So I'm gonna, Jay, I'm, I'm gonna go. Jay's right. Juan would get all the zombies drunk while we run away. I'm telling you, Juan would yes. get these guys lit up, and then they'd be smoking Gurkhas. They'd be all tore up and banged up. So Juan would have them on, like you know, he's got those. He's got like ten boxes of ghosts out there. They're smoking. They're drinking, and then we're making a run for it. You know, Eric will Eric will fuck him up with like you know, you know, bro. Let me tell you a joke or a card trick. He's got him fucked up with the card tricks, and then Justin's got like the uh, Justin's got like the arsenal. So we're good, bro. I think yeah. we got. I got my team right there. That's a great. There's, team. there's a bunch a of guys team. that are honorable mention, but it would just be too much inner politic and turmoil. Yeah, who'd be in charge? Everybody wants right. to be in charge. So you know, my number one draft pick is Boofy. Not only was he a Marine or is a Marine, sorry. Uh, and you like sitting on his lap, dude. I uh, and you like you lap. like to sit on. His I lap. do love sitting yeah. on his lap, and he like kind of sailor shit is that? All right, go ahead. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking hilarious. So he is. Yeah, it would be entertaining. Yeah, and he would have the guns. Guns. Yes. Lap. Yeah, but I got it. Yeah, you're right. Listen, listen. There's there's a whole bunch of guys, but yeah. getting the right three together is the problem. Yeah, right. And I I think that's the thing. Getting the right three together is is where the issue is. You know. So honestly, uh, when when the zombie apocalypse happens. I'm just gonna, I'm I'm gonna wait like a day, and I'm not gonna smoke any cigars for 24 hours, and I'm gonna wander around and follow this and look for the scent of cigar smoke, and I'm gonna go in that direction. Yeah, listen, if we're if we're talking about guys who have you know with income and airplane, yeah, I'd have AJ on my team, but then AJ would be like trying to make him a cigar, <laughs> trying to make the, the zombies a cigar. I'd have time for that, you know, you'd hire some rollers. Yeah, yeah, you know, hey, hey, can you roll? Let me let me see your technique here. No chico, my my filler, more filler. Oh god, that's fantastic. Boobies All right, so let's jump into uh let's jump into this week's notable smokable. Brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Notable cigars, notable passion, notable purpose. Uh, so, Hector, you've been through this before with us. We name a cigar each week that was notable to us that we smoked recently. It could be a cigar that's been on the market for decades that we revisited for the first time in a very long time. Or a cigar that's brand new to the market that we've tried for the first time ever. Obviously, you're smoking mostly Espinosa stuff, but I know you smoke a lot of stuff outside of your own portfolio. So what's something you smoked recently that really stood out? I smoked the HVC Miami, the one he's making mm. in Miami. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Nice. That was really, really, really good. And by the way, Jay Davis just said the funniest shit of the whole show. 
I think Jay Davis just posted the the AJ Dead World Cameroon. Is, <laughs> that's that's awesome. That, that made me chuckle on the inside. All right, old world, new world. That's that's fantastic. The, the dead, uh, the dead world. <laughs> oh uh, shit! I I smoked that cigar, and I mean, if you only want one. I smoked that cigar and it was really, really good. I was very impressed by that cigar. Nice. The so the HV it's 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 it L L Titan? The one made at L Titan. Okay, nice. Uh Garrett, what about you? I had a crux uh D connoisseur uh that I got from Perfect Ash. And it um I had a, a very long day, hard day, and it took all of the things away made everything better it did was it the number four the lancer the number two the number two or the number three the number one one of the numbers it's a number it was one of the numbers it's not the number four it isn't the number four okay that's the corona yeah that's the yeah yeah um so excuse me i all of a sudden got a little little choked up I'm good. I'll be right. just fine. Yep. What about Justin? My, oh. <laughs> Justin, did you have a notable this week? Uh, yeah, I had my uh, fiance's dad's 71st birthday over at the house. Had everybody over on Saturday. I saw that, that picture you posted, yeah. dude. So I, I, I picked up five of the uh, My Father, Flor de las Santillas, 10th anniversary limited edition 2022, and they were amazing. You were, I was like, dude's balling out. <laughs> he, he bought a bunch of those yeah, cigars yeah. and they're not cheap so a couple of guys are like that's the most expensive cigar they've had they yeah. smoke cigars here and there but you know i, I wanted to give them a treat that they remember so they love that one it was nice one. yeah so it was legit yeah it's very nice i got one left <laughs> raul did you have a notable smokable this week check out the raul cam he won't be we're, we're talking to the my microphone maria lucia what are you saying maria lucia Maria Lucia uh, from Luciano Cigars. I like that cigar. I like I that cigar a lot. Nice. Nice. Uh, my notable this week was the My Father Le Bijou 1922 100 Años. In the, uh, this was the Toro size. I, I'm so sorry. I don't remember the name. Uh, it was earlier today uh, that I smoked. Uh, very nice blend. I, I always loved the the original Le Bijou. Oh my gosh! But that 100 Anos really that's a very good. That's a very really good kind of blew it up a little bit. Really nice blend. Mm -hmm. Very much enjoyable. Yep. So that was this week's notable smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars, improving lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. So let's hit you guys up with some coming attractions. As always, brought to us by. AJ Fernandez. They now, world produce <laughs> they now produce unparalleled uh, in Nicaragua. The AJ Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend strength and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. So next week, on the last Monday of January, January 30th, we welcome none other than
than Honest Abe DeBabna from Smoke In. And we are going to talk all about The Great Smoke 2023, Mardi Gras Madness. And and we are giving, we away. Are giving away a ticket to The Great Smoke 2023. Wow. So you guys, I think those are sold out. You absolutely do not want to miss next week's episode. You don't want to miss any of our episodes, but no. next week it's going to be fun. So make sure to tune in next week. And we have some great shows already on the schedule for February, and we will let you guys know about those as soon as possible. Uh, so Hector, first of all, thank you very much for being on episode one eighty nine. My pleasure. My pleasure. And uh, if you would, please give our viewers and listeners uh, the best place for them to keep up with everything going on with Espinosa Premium Cigars. All right. For Espinosa Premium Cigars, obviously, EspinosaCigars.com, our Facebook page, our Instagram page, plus the personal pages of Eric, Eric Jr., Jack Taranio, Richie, myself. And you can catch me on DuluthSexyUnderwear.com, where uh, <laughs> yeah, I, have a, I have a calendar coming out, which is uh, there's going to be a lot of airbrushing. I'm letting you know now. Oh, that's but, gonna be hot. Uh, so uh, yeah. So listen. Uh, also, uh, you know, to my joke, <laughs> I was going to ask for your OnlyFans link so we could see <laughs> the Duluth Trading. Company I can't. I don't want to do OnlyFans because then I might not get a job in the media later. So I got to make sure. Gosh, damn it! I can't outjoke him. Did oh, you not read Ronnie's text? Did you not read You're, Ronnie's comment early, earlier? Yeah, it's true. I know. You're, You're the best. Killer, Hector. You're the I, best. I have always got one in the chamber. Always yes, got one in the chamber. <laughs> and I love you for it. You're, I, I appreciate it. So, yeah, uh, shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't do OnlyFans anymore because it's just because you need a lot of bandwidth. You know what I'm talking you need a lot of bandwidth, so uh, yeah. that's you gotta you gotta have that uh, that gig fiber to do OnlyFans. When you got to the media too. <laughs> right. Listen, I, I want to. If, if I were to retire, I want to do the media stuff, and I don't want to. I don't want anything in my in my closet when they do my due diligence. So I gotta be. You know, I gotta, <laughs> gotta be on point, clean. dog. Gotta keep it clean. Gotta keep it clean, baby. So I keep it clean. So uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Beyond, you know. We uh, will be doing Lazona Palooza in November. Uh, nice. God willing, knock on wood, you guys will be invited. Uh, if you can make it down to, to Lazona Palooza, I know it's it's a lot to ask people to come to Miami in November, especially since it's freezing up there oh, <laughs> in November. <God>. You'll <laughs> but uh, Lazona Palooza will be here, and you know it's it's my favorite event. It, yeah, it just sure. it, it just is. It really is. Absolutely, it's uh, it's Jack's event because he's a man of the people. And there will be people. <laughs> He's the man of the people. I, I've had you guys on a long time. I pre I, I know that it's way past your your your, your no, time. So I, I appreciate oh, you. Brother, it's it's our pleasure. We love. We just love talking to we you, love man. This. And it's a it's a great time. And we. I'm a treat. I'm a I'm a treat. I don't understand why people you don't are know a delight. I'm a, I'm a delight. I just really. Am. And the most humble person in the industry. I am one of the most humble yes. people in the industry. Yeah, I yes. you know I I was you know, yeah I am. <laughs> listen there's there's a couple there's a couple guys that i love that i that i love and 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 we, we've done shows together and, and i always said you know nothing like getting three guys on there who love the sound of their own voices you know <laughs> and i'm one of those guys i love the sound of my own voice but no thanks a lot for having me on any any chance that i can come on and talk about 
Espinosa and the brand and our path and how well we've done and how and where we're going is is, is a great opportunity for the company and you know and uh, it's been 11 years it'll be 11 years in February and here's to another 11 years you know amen, amen. absolutely right. thanks for having me on guys I appreciate thank it. you brother so for our viewers and listeners guys thank you so much for watching live on Facebook and live on YouTube and for those of you listening after the fact on the audio podcast of course we thank you as well for listening to us while you're doing whatever it is you do when you listen to audio podcasts we're grateful for that make sure if you guys have questions for us, be sure to email us right on the website, howaboutthatcigar.com. Follow us on all social media at HBT Cigar. And of course, until we see you next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. Any comments, opinions, viewpoints, or statements presented or uttered by guests on the HBTC podcast, HBTC live video streams, and all other media from HBT Media LLC are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of How About That Cigar or its parent company, HBT Media LLC, any of our advertising partners, or the premium cigar industry. The primary purpose of How About That Cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.